0: It is 7.08. The Wednesday night edition is upon us of the Employment Hour. I hope you got your uh, degree nailed down on the wall. If not, it's going to blow down the street sometime tonight. It is nasty out there. If you're in the car, listening to us on the way home. Two hands on the wheel big time as we get into the employment matters that matter and it's all about your job your workplace your severance your medical leaves your frustrations of contract anything the language you're not familiar with it will make you very familiar with it tonight and as well we'll get to something called the severance pay calculator important show as always every week during the week and the weekends as well and if you haven't caught it by the way the employment hour in 30 that is a tv show runs on the weekend mornings on global tv so you check that out how are you pal
1: I'm doing great, John, and glad to be back here and to talk about workplace rights and and to hopefully educate and inform as many people as possible about those important things that you just mentioned, your workplace rights, your workplace entitlements to solve some of those problems. If you're listening to us right now caught in the windstorm in the car hoping to get home but if you're also upset because maybe something went wrong at work and and you're uh, you had a bad day your boss did something or said something you want to know can they do that to me? Or, Wait a second is this is this allowed? Call us right now on the show or call me at the office at any time. We're going to give you my contact information throughout the show today so we can talk privately if needed. So stay tuned to us. We're going to discuss very important things. And the week that was, the segment where we, uh, where I talk about a couple situations that came across my desk uh, over the past few days. So, John, the first situation I'll tell you about involved a, a lady that called me in her workplace uh, recently. Her, uh, her boss hired someone who happened to be this lady's ex-boyfriend. Uh, they had dated some years prior uh, and as soon as uh, he started working she thought oh gosh is this going to be a bit awkward well sure enough uh, as soon as he started this gentleman started working with her uh, he uh, started to make some advances and, and you uh-huh. know called her uh, at home off work and, and you know try to uh, find excuses to, to show up at her place etc to try essentially he guess to get back together with her. Uh, this made her very uncomfortable. She had no interest in this, and even though nothing had happened at work, you know he really wasn't b- bothering her at work. it was mostly off work she she still felt uncomfortable working with him and, and seeing him, etc. so she spoke with her boss and she said here 's what 's happening i 'm uncomfortable. Can you help me out here and this is a this is a good sized company they could have certainly moved some people around to accommodate the situation. Well, the company said, well, wait a second, uh, this is happening off work, and because it's happening off work, uh, it's really not our problem. There's nothing happening in the workplace. Well, not so fast, John, and and, and that's not the case at all. And, and she called me. She wanted to know what her rights were. Well, if, if you're being subject to a behavior by a coworker off work, to the extent that this does impact the workplace because you have to see the person, you have to work with them, that's a problem the company has to deal with. So even though you're be- maybe being harassed or, or you know, what have you, put in an uncomfortable situation off work by a coworker, the company still has to deal with this. The company still has to not allow you to be in that situation. So by refusing to do something, the company actually breached its, its obligations under several statutes and potentially created both a human rights violation and a constructive dismissal. Wow. So I'm going to now reach out to this company on behalf of this person and say, you got to shape up. You got to do something here or else. So I wanted our listeners to understand that uh, you know off-duty conduct, conduct that, that uh, happens between employees off hours can absolutely impact people at work and if it does then the company
0: john has to do something about it 416-870-6400 star 640 on cell we'll get to your calls here in a moment bring them on we're ready for you we're filling up the lines uh now do you have something else going on for the week that was
1: i do i do uh, so i got a, a call from a, a dental hygienist that worked at a, at a dentist's office and uh, she had always worked and the office was always open certain times and, and she always worked the same hours well, recently the dentist had decided that he wanted to keep the, uh, the office open a few times a week later to accommodate patients. Fair enough, not a bad idea, I, I say. Well, he told this person, I need you to stay on those two or three days a week. I need you to stay late another couple of hours. I'll, of course, pay you for that. I'm not saying I won't, but you need to stay late. Well, this particular person, she has a family. She needs to be home at a certain time to see her kids. And she said, well, no, this doesn't work for me. I've always worked the same hours, so I, I don't want to do that. So what does, he, uh, what does he do? He says, well, because you're refusing to work, this is a refusal, so I consider you to have resigned. So he hands her a letter saying, I'm accepting your resignation, and off you go. Uh, and she calls me. She's, she's, she's upset. She's in tears, actually, when she calls me. And she wants to know, can they do this? Well, uh, absolutely, John, the answer is no way. They absolutely cannot do this. If her employer changes her hours of work, that's a constructive dismissal. She certainly does not have to accept it. And if she doesn't accept it, which is her right, the company can't say that's a resignation. She's not resigning. She's only refusing to allow the company to do something that the company is not allowed to do. So that's a constructive dismissal. Like with any constructive dismissal, you can treat that as a termination Mm -hmm. and leave with your severance. Remember, your employer doesn't have the right to change your hours of work, even if they do it for a good reason. 416-870-6400,
0: 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell and 1-888-225-TALK is the number to call through. Ask your questions tonight. We'll get to our uh, opening call here. Michael, how are you, pal? What's going on?
2: Hey, guys. How are you doing on this windy day?
0: Yeah, no kidding, right? I uh, hope you're uh, holding yourself down, not sitting out in a deck chair on the front line. You won't be there too long. What's, uh, what's going on with you, pal?
2: Well, I was going to ask, Leo. Um, I've been at a company now for the last, uh, let would say, about 12 years now, and some of the guys in there want to start a union. Um, I was wondering, can you just give me a quick uh, pros and cons on the air about unions, and is it possible to look on your website later on today to get more details about that, if that was possible?
1: Well, I am absolutely happy to give you my thoughts on this situation. I don't know that there's anything on my website specifically on this issue, but happy to talk to you uh, about it. So, so, you know, this is a kind of a loaded question, so I'll give you kind of the Coase Notes version and happy to talk off air as well. But ultimately, first of all, you, you have to, to think about how your employer is going to to react and, and is it in fact gonna make it better? I mean, oftentimes unions are gonna say, well, we can get you more pay, we can get you more benefits. But ultimately, the company can only afford to pay what it can afford. And in some situations, companies have decided to close shop when they became unionized because they couldn't afford to pay more uh, and they couldn't afford to to pay what the union wanted. So if that's, I don't know anything about your company, but that's one of the things to consider. Does that mean people are going to lose their jobs? Maybe some people, uh, companies going to say, well, then we have to cut 30% of our workforce. So you got to think about that. Now, uh, one of the things about uh, unionized employees is you, you have certain rights under the collective agreement, but there's certainly never a guarantee that it's going to be better than what, uh, than what you, you have already. There's no guarantees of that. Now, right. as a unionized employee, you have more job security than the non-unionized employees, especially if you have seniority. So that's a good thing. But the flip side of that is if you do lose your job, you don't get severance or, or you get pennies on the dollar. So someone that otherwise could have gotten, I don't know, 18 months severance, if they lose their job in a unionized setting, then they're going to get, I don't know, maybe eight weeks' pay instead of 18 months' pay. So right. that that's a problem. So, again, depending on the job and the workplace, maybe it's a good idea, maybe it's not. Uh, happy to talk to you about it, but it's not as easy as to say union equals good. Many right. situations, it does not equal good.
2: Okay, that's great. Thank you, guys. Have a good one.
0: Thank you, Michael. Appreciate your call. 416-870-6400, star 640. On your cell, one 225 talk is the number to call in and ask your questions just like Mike. Uh, Jackie, hello. How are you?
3: Hi. Hi, I'm good. Thank you very much.
0: Good. So what's, what's your concern?
3: I'm, I uh, was laid off in January. I was advised to send my employer a letter asking for severance. So I did. Now I asked to him to reply on this Friday. But now, since he's got the letter, he's asking me to return to work because it was a temporary layoff. But he hired others after he laid me off, you know. So I'm just wondering if I have to return to work or not. And uh, if I don't, will I still be able to go through with uh, the severance thing and, you know, for the wrongful dismissal?
1: Great questions. Now, first of all, you said that you were told to send a letter. Who told you to do that?
3: Well, I have uh, a counsel that advised me to do that. A lawyer. You have a lawyer? Advised me.
1: Okay, so is your lawyer still working with you on this?
3: Well, the problem is she's only once a week. It's like a, uh, you know, legal aid type thing. Okay. And it was just an advisement. So it's not like okay, I hired I somebody yet. You know, so she had... I, I get it. Me. I understand. Mm-hmm. So I'm now, how sure long have
1: it. you been off on layoff? How long ago were you laid off?
3: In January, I was laid off due to shortage of work. Okay. But there was not a shortage of work. So
1: here's the thing. Here's what I would I would say. That mm-hmm. if the company were to say, okay, come back to work, we'll pay you for the period January to April uh, and come back, we'll make you whole and then continue working, then as long as they're willing to take you back to the same job and if it's not embarrassing to go back to work, then yeah, you you would you would need to go back to work or, or potentially uh, that would, could be what we call a failure to mitigate. That said, if the company says, we're not going to pay you, we'll just come back to work, then arguably they still owe you for that period of time because they didn't have a right to lay you off. Mm -hmm. uh and because of that 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 may mean no you don't have to go back to work so this is an interesting situation and it's a situation Mm -hmm. that needs to be done carefully so what i want to do because before you respond before you say yes or no or maybe i Mm want to talk to you off air i want to i want to understand more about your situation about your job i want to see a copy of any employment agreement that you've signed i want to understand more about the company uh but generally speaking yes they would have to pay you from january to april for you to then be in a position to have to go back to work, otherwise they'd have to pay your full severance, and you don't have to go back.
0: Okay. Okay. That so let your question, Morrisburg. As
1: soon as possible. Yeah. yeah.
0: That it, Jackie. Okay. I'll give you the number here. You can call us anytime. It's one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Again, Jackie. 1-855-821-5900, help at employmenthour.com. Before we uh, we take a break here, I mentioned off the top we'd like to pump this because uh, we were talking about this earlier uh, in the day um, before we did the show, and the severance pay calculator, the amount of users, people that have used that, I told you it's more than the uh, the population of Kitchener, Waterloo, and Cambridge all put together. Half a million people have used the severance pay calculator. Talk about it.
1: Isn't that incredible, John? Yeah. Close to half a million people already in the, in the few years, four and a half years or so that I've created, since I've created it, have used that tool. So if you haven't, you're not sure what it is, or you're listening to us for the first time and you're wondering, wait a second, why haven't I heard about it? Well, let me tell you about it. The Severance Calculator, available at SeverancePayCalculator.com. Again, it's severancepaycalculator.com, a tool that I created to help anyone find out how much severance they are owed. And you may say, well, why do I need to do that? Because I know it's a week per year of service. So what's the point? It's not a week per year of service. I wouldn't have created the severance calculator if that's what it was. It would be pointless. It's a heck of a lot more than that. So it's based on your age, position, and length of employment. So go to severancepaycalculator.com, answer those three questions, and find out exactly how much you're owed. It's free It's anonymous, it's uh, completely easy to use, anyone can use it, it takes seconds. So whether you're staring at a severance package, are worried about losing your job, or are just curious, the very first place you go to, the easiest way to find out what you're owed, severancepaycalculator.com.
0: And we will take a brief pause, get to more of your phone calls. Uh, Call them in now. We'll line up and get you on the air. Ask your questions, 416-870-6400. Star 640 on cell 1-888-225-TALK. That number is toll-free. Lots more. The Employment Hour is on the way on Global News Radio. There is Monday night. There is Wednesday night. There is the weekend shows. And there's also Employment Hour and 30. That is our TV show on global TV. That happens on weekend mornings. You want to check it out. There's also Severance Pay Calculator. We, .com. we just talked about it. Find out exactly what your Severance should be, the accurate number. You can follow up with uh, Lior and his firm at the bottom. There's a button to press or walk away anonymous and just have the knowledge moving forward in your head. The phone calls four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred 416 870 star 640 on sale. There's also 1 888 225 talk. That is is toll-free. Ernie, good evening. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, sir. What's, uh, what's your concern tonight?
2: Well, I, uh, I'm a school bus driver. Um, I work for a large school bus uh, company, and uh, they have advised us that they lost a contract for uh, the, the next st- beginning in September. Mm-hmm. So there's probably, well, there's a couple hundred at bus drivers at my branch, and there's a couple other branches as well. So, I stand to, they're, they're saying that they're going to try and place this with other bus companies. Um, I stand to lose a lot of seniority and uh, extra work. So, I'm wondering how we as a group or me as an individual would handle this.
1: So, Ernie, uh, have they told you specifically that you don't have a job with this company come September?
2: Uh, they have, but it's not in writing. They It's haven't, not in writing not specifically me but that they've lost a contract there may be a few jobs left over um,
1: but But they they, haven't said you Ernie are gone come September 1st they haven't said that that's correct okay now how long have you worked there Ernie
2: about 10 years
1: 10 years and uh, am i right that this there's no union involved is that right no union okay so in this situation and by sorry Ernie last question how old are you
2: i am 67
1: okay So, Ernie, uh, obviously, if they lost the contract and as a result, they decide to let you go or other drivers go, yeah, they can do that. That's legal. But they would have to pay severance. Now, if they haven't given you notice yet in writing, then that notice doesn't count towards your severance because they could have said, we're giving you five months notice and that counts towards your severance because they haven't done that. uh, If they don't do that, come determination of your employment you'd be owed probably right around a year's pay so they would have to pay you a year's pay uh and if you do have a job somewhere else if they find a job for somewhere else that could be somewhat less than a year's pay mm-hmm. but if they don't hook you up with a job that you accept that's a that's a similar job then yeah they'd have to pay you a year's pay so c- they can do that you may not be happy to lose your job but at least you have that cushion that buffer that year's pay that they'd have to pay you
2: so would, it, would, I be, would this be a uh, constructive dismissal?
1: Um, if no, I, it would actually be a regular dismissal, right? It would, it would simply be a termination. A termination. Uh, if, if you don't have a choose, job, then it's, I, it's a termination.
2: If I choose not to take uh, the other placements that they're going to try and find for us.
1: Well, no. The way it would work is they terminate your employment, but they've talked to some people and they arrange a different job. Uh, so different depending company. on how that job looks like, if it's a very similar job... And you, and you take it, that may reduce the amount of severance that they have to pay you. Mm-hmm. If you don't take it, there's a good reason why you don't take it, then it doesn't reduce it. So that we'd only assess once you're terminated. So at this point today, as long as you have a job, there's nothing that can or needs to be done. We need to deal with this once you're no longer working there.
2: All right. So we're having a meeting at the end of April, I think it is, uh, and we'll probably know more than
1: so why don't you give me a call at that point, Ernie, like off air, so you and I can talk privately once you know more details, and they may give you something in writing, and then you can talk. We can talk specifically now that we have all the facts. Okay,
2: thank you very much.
0: Thanks, thank sir. you, sir. Have a good night, Ernie. That number uh, is a one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. That is the number you want to keep and help at employmenthour.com when the uh, the time comes. Got uh, Frank on the line. Hey, Frank. Good evening.
4: Hi. How are you?
0: Good, sir. What's uh, what's going on with you?
4: Okay, I work for a, a pretty large company for the last seven years in a senior role, and the company's kind of gone downhill with management. Half the company has resigned. Uh, my pay has gone down because of that, and um, uh, there's just it's just a shambles to come in every day. Mm-hmm. If I if I resign, am I entitled to severance?
1: Well, when did the pay decrease happen, uh, Frank?
4: Well, it's when I say pay decreases I, I'm a kinda of high paid salary but then I get bonuses. And right. because of uh operations and management falling apart, my pay has dropped. Uh you know, not not huge but has dropped, but actually going to work has been like I, I have had no urge to go to work because of the poor management.
1: So if you can establish that there is poor management that that it's difficult to come back to go to work that it's a mess that it's not a comfortable work environment if you can establish all those things objectively and and you decide to resign that the law will consider that as a termination the law would actually consider that a constructive dismissal which means even though you're the one that decided to leave you may be owed severance but to do that you would have to establish that that you know why, why you did that? rather than, you know what? I like the old management. I don't like these guys. You'd have to show objectively. You know, tell me why. Tell me, you know, are they not treating me well? Are they putting me down? Are they changing my job? So as long as you can establish that, you can resign with compensation. What I don't want you to do is I don't want you to resign yet because we need to do this properly. We may want to paper it a bit. We may want to send them a note first saying, you know, here's the concerns that I have. Solve it. And then if they don't fix the problem, then your case may be stronger. So I want to speak to you off here, so we can do this properly. Because after the years that you've worked there, you could be owed significant compensation. It could be eight, nine, ten months' pay potentially. So we don't want to we don't want to play with that. We want to make sure that you can get that.
4: All so right. Your office, you would help. You would write up the res- resignation letter for me. Is that correct?
1: Well, I, I first may want to write something in your name, I, I, an email or whatnot, saying you know here's the issues that I have, company. I I, I need you to please fix those issues. Uh, right. You
4: know,
1: and, and if they don't do that, then we'll do a resignation letter and pursue this as a constructive dismissal. Exactly.
4: Now, here's the thing: I I have an opportunity to move to the uh, to the competition, that because I'm just fed up of uh, of actually working for the company. So, what? Does, where does that leave me?
1: Well, that leaves you with not a lot of time to deal with this. So that's why give me a call as soon as possible, okay, uh, because okay. I, again, I don't want you to quit before you and I have talked about this and and. and put that together a plan of action so That's because you there's a time limit issue or a time constraint here call me call me tomorrow call me tomorrow morning let's talk about that and, and let's make sure that uh, we do this right Now, do i ask for you yeah well we'll give you my direct number so uh john will give you my direct number right now and that that rings in my office so by all means please do
0: Frank, here you go. It's one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Again, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Help at employmenthour.com. and for you to call in tonight, lots of time four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star six forty on cell one triple eight two two five talk. You want to ask your question, please uh, bring it on. As we got lots of time here, Traven, how are you? Good evening. I'm fine, sir. How are you? Good. What's uh, what's your concern tonight?
5: It just came on me by accident that I turned the radio on and got to the station. I worked in the Canadian National Railway for over twenty years. And when they let me go in the end, I neither got of any kind of pension, any kind of severance or nothing from the railway. And when I sent letters to Montreal, they wrote letters back to me. I told them that all four of us brothers worked on the railway together and we all worked on the CNR. And uh, they have records of all my brothers working on the CNR, but no record of what, any kind of me working there. They couldn't find, even in Montreal, they couldn't even find a record of my name ever working with the railway. White.
1: Now, uh, 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 Trevin, how, how long has it been since you worked there? When did they let you go?
5: Uh, quite a while ago. It's now, I guess, I don't know, it's over 20 years for sure. Yeah, okay. yeah so been,
1: unfortunately... I've
5: been playing it all this time.
1: Yeah, I know. I hear you. But unfortunately, from a legal standpoint, there's nothing that can be done now. There's a two-year limitation period, and for you, it's been 20. So, you know, obviously, you got the, the short end of the stick big time back then, and there would have been recourse, no question, then. But at this point, 20 years later, I mean, it's it is kind of a moot point. Uh, there's really nothing that can be done, and, and I don't know that uh, you'll be able to change that just because it's been that long. So it's kind of a lesson for, for our listeners that you have yeah. to deal with these matters when they happen uh, because the time will expire eventually.
0: Two years generally, right? So uh, Traven's way overdue. Uh, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell one triple eight two two five. 225 talk is the number. Got uh, Joe here. Hey, Joe, how are you? Not about How you doing? Good, man. What's uh, What's going on tonight?
6: Um, I'm a licensed mechanic. I've been licensed since 2012, been in the trade for 15 plus years. Uh, I recently got fired from my position as head mechanic for a used car franchise. They're like nine stores large in Ontario. And because I wouldn't sign a safety certificate for a vehicle because it had structural damage on the roof. So they fired you because you were doing your job? I was doing my job, <laughs> and I even have uh, emails from our regional mto enforcement officer saying that it does not pass mto safety standards
1: now did they pay you any severance
6: they paid me like uh about like two and a half weeks i've been there 11 months
1: okay so uh obviously that's a a really uh crappy kind of nasty way or reason i should say to let you go but it does ultimately come down to severance uh and You've been there for 11 months uh, in, a, in a lead mechanic position. How old
6: are you? I'm 41. Just turned 41 last week.
1: Got it. Okay. Uh, happy belated birthday. Thank you. Uh, no problem. So someone in your situation will be old more than two weeks or two and a half weeks. You, you'd easily be looking at probably about three months of pay. So that's what's at stake here. I mean, I, I wish there was a way to punish them for letting you go for such a bad reason because, you know, we need more mechanics like you. Uh, that said, uh, it's, it comes down to severance. So, yes, you, you, you have been wrongfully dismissed, but in the sense that you may be owed uh, significantly more severance. So what I want to do is help you get that severance. Uh, so give me a call off here. Let's get you that compensation. You know, the difference between two weeks and three months pay is significant. So let's, uh, let's make sure we do that.
6: Okay. I just wasn't sure if there was a law that states that they can't do that sort of thing for like following government guidelines.
1: <laughs> not really. I mean, if they tried to say we have cause to let you go, we're not going to pay any severance, that would be ridiculous. But for them yeah. doing that, I mean, could they potentially get in trouble with the Ministry of Transportation? Absolutely. If you, want, you go and and you tell them that these guys are uh, certifying cars when they shouldn't be, yeah, absolutely. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you yourself get more compensation mm-hmm. they could get yeah. into problems with the ministry of transportation but in terms of what you're owed it's going to be severance based on again on, on your age position length of employment for you it's about three months pay
6: okay all
0: right, all right. appreciate Perfect. that joe give them a call leor that 855 for you as well lots of time to call and you have questions any of this uh rings the bell rings true we'd love to talk to you as well got to uh, on the line hello good evening Good evening, sir. What's going on?
7: Yes, I, um, my name is Lucerne Rochester. I, um, I was, uh, worked for a company for 42 years and then closed down and gone Montreal. So I get this job, and I was working downtown for seven years, seven long years. Now the, um, the, the people, them, uh, one time, one evening I go to work, they say they fire me. I take vodka. I said I take what vodka, sir, I not even drink at work. I don't drink, no, no I don't drink. Why the hell I take vodka? I, um, I find something there and I give the manager there. And the other manager, because he don't want to pay me my severance pay, or give me anything, they, they, they say they're me. So I hear you on the news now, and I want to get my severance pay from them. For them it's a multi billionaires company, and I never, one day, Take anything belongs not from them. So I work for Shredder Canada, you can have all my workplace think they have computer, everything there. Right. and you can have my com my first work, my mm-hmm. first work where I worked, you can have everything there from them All my boss and the telephone number. so listen so, L-
1: want- let me let me answer the question. Obviously, if you didn't do it, uh, then that's a wrongful dismissal. If they are accusing you of theft and yeah. and that's wrong, you didn't do it. Uh, no, th- they can't do I that, obviously. That. And they're the ones, of course, that have to prove it. You don't have to disprove it. You don't have to prove you didn't steal. They're the ones that have to prove that you did. And obviously, if you didn't do it, they'll never be able to prove something that never happened. So in that situation, if they can't prove it, they owe you severance. And, you know, depending on on your your age and position, after seven years, I think you is, that could be anywhere from, sorry?
7: I am 70 when they fire me.
1: Wow, okay. Well, that could easily be uh, you know, it, as much as 10, even potentially 12 months of pay, given your age. So, uh, you know, let's talk about this. If they can't prove that you stole, this could be very easy and simple to resolve. Uh, so, I want to connect with you, or I want you to connect with me, I should say, off-air, uh, because you could be owed as much as a year's pay here, Lusanne.
7: Yes, please. Uh, I must contact you, because what happened is I work for them sometimes for free. And then don't pay me. Uh, I work for them 90% of the time with free. I don't, why, I don't know why them do that. It's, it's, it's against the law or against my, my religion to know that I work for the company so nice. When they want help, I help them. And then now they tell me, oh, you fired. The one time they come in into, my, um, into where I work, and say, you fired. And then I say, why do you mean fired for what? All you take right. vodka. I say, take what vodka, sir? I don't take nothing from you here but because they want to get must to somebody younger and then don't give me no servant pay so i want to give him my number and um get in contact
0: Yeah, we got with it. You. Yeah, we're good to go Lucian. I'll give you a uh, Leors as well to follow up. It's one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. 821 5900 again. one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. 821 5900 moving along to uh, to Larry. Hey Larry, good night. Good evening. How are you?
8: Not too bad. How are you guys doing?
0: Good. What's going on with you?
8: So there's a uh I just started working for this company not too long ago, and um, I'm a truck driver. Uh, I run just strictly day cab. You know, I'm just day worker. And um, a lot of the guys that I, I work with, you know, we all kind of have the same issue. You know, there's a lot of lacking in the uh, safety department. And by that, I mean, like, we don't really have a safety department at my terminal. Um, like, I drove around for a month and a bit with a, like, it's a split windshield, but the passenger side, there was a huge crack in the windshield. Mm-hmm. and it wasn't until it was almost to the other side that it didn't do anything. And uh, I had mentioned it, a lot of the other guys had mentioned it numerous times. There's been a lot of times where we've just been blatantly ignored. Um, and even just the other day, like, we had one of our guys from head office down, and uh, he told me, like, listen, you have any problems, call me. And uh, no sooner did he walk out the door, my terminal manager turned around and said, if you call him first, I'm going to screw with your hours.
0: Right. So what do you uh, what do you want to know?
8: Well, just you know collectively as a group of you know guys, like what can we do about this? like you know nobody has any respect for this one particular guy because of the way he runs our terminal, mm-hmm. and we've lost just in the last week, we've lost three drivers
1: so so let me let me answer that so ultimately, what you have to decide is you know what what would you rather have would you rather try to make them fix it, or would you rather just get out of there with compensation? If your goal is to try to make them fix it, the the, the unsafe uh, situation, the the unsafe uh, conditions of the vehicles, etc., then you can go to the Ministry of Labor and you can file a complaint um, under the uh, under the occupational health and safety legislation to say that wait a second, they're making me work in an unsafe environment, they're providing me unsafe uh, vehicles to drive, etc., and you, they can come in and and make the company do what it's supposed to do now ultimately how that's going to impact the relationship between you and the company i don't know i don't know how they're going to react but i know that if you're right and it's unsafe uh, then yes the government can absolutely make them change it if you're not comfortable with that your other option is to treat that this unsafe situation you don't have to be working in an unsafe environment of course not you can treat that as a constructive dismissal essentially company you've put me in a situation where i have to fear for my safety if 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 i work that's not right so i'm gonna make you pay me severance and that's when i can come in if you want me to to help you to get some compensation even though you're the one leaving so you have to decide do you get the ministry of uh, the government involved here to try to get the ministry to order them to fix the problems to to make it safe or do you say forget this i'm leaving and i'm getting my severance Either way, you can do that, and I'm happy to help you.
8: Well, you see the other thing, uh, you know, that has happened was, well, he was, uh, well, the a guy from our head office was down. He, uh, him, and I talked about, you know, possibly me taking over the position as terminal manager. Um, and I spoke to him about it recently, and he said, "Yeah, that's not going to happen." You know, like, I, I think for most of us, it's just this terminal manager. You know, like he's our biggest issue, and you know, he's just creating a lot of hassles for all of us. And he's actually the reason that these, you know, two out of the three guys quit. Right. You know, because of it, it's put more workload, and I do mean a lot more workload on a lot of us, like, uh, you know, where there's been days where I'm working, you know, 10, 16 hours.
1: Mm -hmm. So as I said, your options, you know, you can can try to get this through the government or just say, enough, I don't have to take this. This guy's a a wacko and I don't have to work with him and, 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 and pursue severance as a constructive dismissal. And if that's what you want, absolutely can help you with that. No
0: problem. That number, Larry, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred, 855 821 5900 and uh, help at employmenthour.com. I think WACA was a legal term last time we spoke. Uh, that, that's I think I'm uh, sure. after
1: years of law school and, and practice, you <laughs> learn this spe- specific technical term. Yeah, WACA is a very complicated term, yes.
0: That's right. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell, one talk is that number. Uh, Mike, thanks for hanging on, fella. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. What's going on?
3: Okay, I have a situation. My wife, she asked for a layoff from the company because she works as an assistant accountant, and uh, she, they are supposed to do reconciliation every every month, but the boss prolongs it for six to a year, and then end of the year, whenever accounts are brought in, uh, he pulls up and says, say, "Why didn't you uh, collect all this money?" But he doesn't penalize the chief accountant. So this harassment was going on and on, and he shouted at her every time, so she couldn't handle it anymore. She asked for a layoff and today was the last day, so I don't know what how Now
1: she asked then, for a layoff, and, and I guess yeah. they gave it to her. Did they give her any severance uh
3: that I do not know. I don't think I think she gave two weeks' notice for a layoff
1: she, she gave notice service. or they
3: gave notice: No no, she gave notice because she okay, wanted so she
1: qu- so she quit, she didn't get a layoff. she quit. Yeah, he, he gave her the off. That's what she okay. asked for it, and he gave her, yeah. Okay, well, I, I need to understand what happened, but ultimately this comes down to whether or not she can establish that harassment that you've just discussed. If she can establish that she was mistreated, if she can establish that uh, they, they made unreasonable demands, they accused her of things she didn't do, if you can establish all those things, then even though she says, I want to go, she's, she's right to do that. That's a constructive dismissal. Now, how long has your wife uh, worked there? Uh, approximately uh, about two and a half years. So, uh, in, sorry, and how old is your wife? She's 58. Okay, so she could be out four months, five months of pay. So it could even be as much as six months of pay. But that's if we can establish all those things that you've told me, that she was mistreated, that uh, they were unreasonable, then yes, in that situation, even though she's leaving, the law is gonna consider that as a termination and they would have to pay her severance. So very important, very, very important to have her contact me as soon as possible. I want to find out exactly what they said, what they did, uh, and understand exactly the dynamic between her and her boss. And on that basis, yeah, let's let's pursue uh,
0: what she's owed. Mike, I'm going to let you go with the number, one 821 5900 I think we have time to get uh, Steve online here. Hey, Steve, how are you? What's going on with you? Boy, well, how are you guys doing? Good, man. What's, uh, what's your story? Oh, well, our company is in
6: uh, Vaughan, Ontario. They're moving to Mississauga, and they're telling us that because they're staying within the 50-kilometer zone, that uh, we have to ship along with them. Uh,
1: how, how is it going to impact you personally? How long? How much more is it going to take you to get to uh, to Mississauga?
7: It, it's going to take me probably a good 40 minutes to an hour. Uh,
1: over and above what, you're, what it's taking you now?
6: It, yeah, over and above what it's taking me now.
1: Okay, so if it's going to take you over and above another 40 minutes to an hour, I can tell you, I don't care if it's 50 kilometers or 20 or 150, I can tell you that, no, that's not something that they can do. They can't increase your commute by another 45 minutes or whatever it is each way. Uh, That is a constructive dismissal. That's a big change. So it's not even a question of how many kilometers. It's a question of how does this impact you? And if it adds hours, you know, each week to your, to your kind of work life, uh, then, in that situation, that's a big change, and you don't have to take this change with them. You don't have to go with them, and you can treat that as a constructive dismissal. So, even again, I, we,
6: even, though go ahead. Alistair, not, even though I live in Allison now and travel 40 minutes, it, it, it's a, again, the
1: question is how, so the, the question is simple not uh, where you live. The question is really how much more is or how much longer is it going to take you to move to the new location in comparison to the old location? If it's okay. going to be a big change, then Constructive dismissal. If it's not a big deal, you know, it's another 10 15 minutes. You know, not that bad. Then, then yeah, it's fine. So, really, it's a, to me, it's simply a question of how much more is this going to impact you, or how much more is going to add to each day, to each week. If it's a significant change, that's a constructive dismissal. So,
0: should I
6: move in the first place and see what the significant change is, or just?
1: Say? So you 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 can absolutely try it out. But if you want to try it out, tell them that's what you're doing. In writing, say, I'm very concerned that this is going to be a big deal, that I won't be able to do this, but I'm willing to try it out. So I'm going to try it out for the next week, two weeks, three weeks, see how this impacts me, and then I'll let you know. And you try it out, and if you find out that, no, you can't do this, it's unreasonable, you give me a call, and we pursue this as a constructive dismissal.
6: Thank you for your
0: time. Thank you, thank you, Steve. Appreciate that. that's a good way to uh, good way to end it for this evening. Moving forward, you want to get a hold of the didn't get your questions. There's a couple of different ways. Terminationquestions.com. You can ask it there. You can also email help at employmenthour.com. And there's always the good old Alexander Graham Bell. That's 1-855-821-5900. Want to know what your severance is worth? Anytime uh, between now and the next time we're on air, severancepaycalculator.com. Back for the weekend shows and of course Employment Hour in thirty, our half hour show on Global TV as well. Till next time. This This has been the Employment Hour right here, Global News Radio on Point with Alex Pearson. It's coming up next.